This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. I'm David Michael, the editor of MyOldManSaid.com. Joining me for another something for the weekend, another Manchester United something for the weekend, Mr. Chris Bird. Welcome. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Not too bad. I'm still trying to work out... What day it is? What day it is, what body clock I'm, I'm on. Uh, can't seem to get to sleep until late, late, late. And then when you think you're waking up at 8am, uh, you look at your clock and it's uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. So uh, the struggle is real. At least it'll work out perfectly for a five o'clock kickoff though on a Saturday. Yes, Roll I'm quite glad about Roll that. Roll out of bed and straight to the ground. Less less chance of missing uh, the kickoff with that five thirty, so that's kind of synced up uh, quite nicely. Anyway, we'll talk more about this on the main show. If you're new to uh, my old man said, it's uh, this is our little catch up for the weekend, which brings us face to face again with our nemesis, Manchester United. I just wish John McGinn was so there, but uh, more of that later. He's obviously suspended for the match. Uh, we like to begin uh, proceedings with a, a Villa Minute. So has anybody sent any watches through this uh, week? We've got another, another uh, airdrop by Breitling. <laughs> we ran out of watches, so we have to go through, uh, <laughs> go through with them once more. Yeah, it's like... Where's it's, my Breitling? It's cyclical. Yours got stuck. Yours got stuck in uh, customs. Well, you can time yourself then if you've got the uh, the only Breitling. Count yourself in. Three, two. Oh. <laughs> For the fifth time in the twenty first century, Villa face their Cockney FA Cup overlords, Manchester United, in the third round. When will we ever fucking beat them? <laughs> Mings returns with Gerard charge Villa side that hoped to end the United curse and recent poor form in the cup after a disastrous start where a rare McTominay. Goal gives United the lead in the first 10 minutes. Villa take over and control the game for long periods. Great efforts from Buendir and McGinn are followed by Ollie Watkins continuing his love affair with the woodwork and Jacob Ramsey slotting narrowly wide. How Villa aren't level at the break is a mystery. Not to me, it's not. 
<laughs> Ings deservedly brings Villa level after a superb start to the second half, only for VAR and Michael Oliver to spend nearly four minutes trying to find an excuse not to give the goal. Villa are hard done by. Ings race is clear to slot the ball beyond De Gea for Watkins to tap in, but the flag is up for the second time. Cash goes close with a drive as Villa begin to fear it's not their day. When is it? Belief starts to drain out of them as they stutter in the final moments of the game with the Villa bench bereft of real options. The full-time whistle brings frustration as Villa fail to get past the third round of the FA Cup for a sixth consecutive season, meaning the newly acquired upgrades of Coutinho and Lucadinha will have uh, only league football to feast upon. But they do have a chance of helping their new teammates get revenge against the Red Devils as Villa look for their first league win at home to United since August 1995. 1995? What kind of witchcraft is that? Nonsense, that's what it is. <laughs> Ineptitude, Fergie oh, time, God. heartbreak. As I said again, uh, I just wish McGinn was there because he, uh, I don't know, he just got into the, he just got into them and I think we need that from the off. Uh, we need to set the tone in the, in the, in the re- revenge game at uh, Villa Park because if we're a bit too tentative because they've got some big hitters back, we could... Uh, suddenly become disillusioned very quickly if they if they get to silence the crowd. Well, well we shall see. Uh, reacting to uh, the press conference uh, is what this show is mainly about. Uh, Stephen Gerrard didn't say that much, actually, did he? Uh, in, in yeah, this he kind of kept it short and sweet for once. I think he just wants to get on with it and didn't want to talk about it too much. Yeah, we'll start with the injuries first. Bailey and the Camber, obviously, the long-term outs. I think Bailey, is it looking at next month, possibly? Yeah, I don't think it'll be too long. I think they're just being very, very cautious because it's obviously been a reoccurring one, isn't it? In the Camber, you can pretty much write him off for the season, I would suggest, as things stand. Coutinho isn't match fit, but uh, will be included. And uh, Mr. Dina will be included i think he he would probably start uh, if you drop so. in if you drop in 25 million and obviously mcginn suspended uh, just quickly about the two uh, signings uh, i think the left back situations the interesting one i mean some everton fans saying he can't defend uh, obviously he's it's i mean his stats say he's probably in terms of going forward and contributing he's one of the uh, the better left backs in the uh, in the premier league Yes, I don't, I don't think there's too much difference between the, the pair of them, him and Target, in terms of their defensive stats. But you look at Dinias, and I, th- I think they are better. He's certainly more likely to get you actual assists, and his, his actual delivery in the final third is, is kind of what you're getting from him. And the fact that you've, you've got another left foot option, which I think is important, actually. I mean, you haven't got McGinn, you haven't got that left footer for corners, yeah. free kicks, etc. I think he'll find himself, if he plays, a uh, pretty heavily involved in that side of things because some Everton fans were suggesting you could play him in front of target and that will would actually be an option uh, if we uh, if we do uh, have injuries or if you're playing uh, you know one of the heavy hitters and you want to be a little bit more defensive Mm -hmm. uh, that could be the uh, the way to go but I think it's what it signals is if you are prepared I mean you know we spent was it around I don't know I forgot the actual figure or let's say circa 12 million for target yep I believe so yeah the fact that you're going to upgrade that position already suggests uh, as as we said in the uh, the patron extra the reaction to this uh, the cup game that it, that it's a case of uh, near enough is not good enough and uh, I think our deliveries have been pretty poor on both flanks to be honest 
I'd and say, especially we, this season, it's been very, very sort of scratchy. And you know the the margins are fine. You you, you can't waste. I mean, some of the bloody some of the, the set pieces and some of the deliveries that we we've, we've squandered and wasted is uh, criminal at this level. I mean, you know, these players uh, aren't being paid chump change every week, and you, you've got to improve that delivery. And uh, if eleven million's not doing it for you, then uh, go and spend twenty five. <laughs> That's how much it costs for to get somebody in that can actually cross a ball nowadays. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh, Coutinho, uh, well, who knows? You never know. You might get a cameo out of him. I think we'll see him similar to sort of how we did Bailey. You know, he'll be. I don't think he'll be starting games. I don't think you. It would. I don't think it would be the right thing to do actually. Either after the Old Trafford game, where for the most part I think they played pretty well. If McGinn was fit, I wouldn't actually change that starting lineup, and you'd have the options to have in the squad. Yeah, because I think Buendia is finding his feet, and uh, and Ramsey's done well, of course, as well. He would be the safer bet, I think, of of uh, the two uh, at the moment, because we really, you know, really don't know where Coutinho is at in terms of uh, fitness. And obviously, the, the fact that you're obviously missing McGinn, and also Nakamba. It's it's yeah, that but, it's that protection in midfield. I'm quite confident when we get the ball, but it, it's it's when we don't have the ball. You wonder who will come say, in, whether it'll be Sanson, whether it'll be Chuck Moeka, it's gonna to have to be one of the two, you would think. And what did we say in a previous episode if we could have one position filled during the January CDM. window, which uh, we haven't got. The concentration has been on going forward. So, uh, And the thing that's been crippling us recently is just giving away, uh, not having the steel to uh, see out. You know, When we've taken the lead, we've, we've thrown games away. And yeah. in fact, the opponents have flipped us and, and we've lost them. So yeah. uh, that is still a major concern and it has to be addressed. And uh, obviously, I think it's something they are very much looking at, but they have they've ultimately got to get it over the line. Be it now or in the summer, but you'd think you know sooner rather than later would be good. Yeah. What is the re- you know realistic best case scenario for where we you know what we can we do this season? Uh, I think the important thing is to get it in place uh, at least for the start of next season. But if you can get somebody in now, then at least you've got those games to bed them in before next season when uh, you, you really hope you'd be uh, pushing and looking up. Yeah, a little bit like what you know uh, Martin O'Neill did, didn't he, in the second half of his sort of first season at Villa, where he completely overhauled the squad. Um, obviously, when Emin Ellis had sold up to um, to Lerner, and then obviously went out and bought you know Carew, etc. Ashley Young, well, and Carew those, those and signings. Young were January signings, weren't they? Yeah, and then you know, the second half of the season, you saw Villa end the season really strongly, and everybody was looking over their shoulder, going, "Right, Villa, are, Villa are coming next year," and we were we were good from the word go. Yeah, in terms of United, uh, looks like uh, heavy hitters are back for them. Yeah, Maguire, Ronaldo, Sancho, Phil Jones back in the squad. Uh, Shaw and Matomney are suspended. So Matomney's been doing sh- pretty well for them actually. That's probably a loss for them. And Shaw is kind of steady. It was quite funny actually on uh, Monday night Old Trafford when the Villa fans started singing you're just a fat Matt target to, uh, to, to Luke Shaw <laughs> and he actually turned around and laughed at the away end which you've kind of got to respect yeah well uh, they can buy target now if they want just a quick one uh, old Al Ghazi going to Everton yeah which uh, I think ultimately if you can sell Al Ghazi you know we're talking long term here then that's a good move because he's uh, a bits and pieces player for Villa and uh, you know even with those the guys off to the Trezeguet and Troy off to uh, African Cup of Nations yeah he didn't really get much of uh, he hasn't had much of a sniff recently but interesting what Rafa said where he said we were thinking about the Covid situation possible injuries the African Cup of Nations and bringing in someone with quality who can give us different options. And obviously the loan with an option to buy sets up a situation where Al Ghazi has to prove himself uh, to Everton. 
So it's kind of a, as as Rafa described it, a win win situation for everyone. I, I'd say so. I, I think it's one of them, isn't it? We've said it numerous times that with players like you know now Garzi or Horahan, these kind of guys, that in the spirit of what Perslow keeps saying, you know, this continual improvement nonsense, that people get left behind, don't they? As you as you gradually improve, and if, yeah. if El Garzi's not getting a look in when all these players are out, and we've got injuries. It kind of speaks for itself. The the reason I mention this is because should have should Villa have kept him. Uh, for exact reasons, what Rafa's just said, the yeah. COVID situation, possible injuries in actually, yes, they should, African Cup of Nations. Yeah. I would have actually said, we'll let you go in the summer. But maybe he, he wants, he has to play, I understand that. But actually, in terms of what the squad needs right now, you know, yeah. he's fit, he can do a job. I'd have kept him in and around the match day 11. Yeah, just because Troy and uh, Trezeguet have disappeared. So. Yeah, and you don't quite know when they're going to be back. You'd think Trezeguet... He'll have a longer run in the tournament. And obviously, Traore, he's having another bloody COVID uh, isolation period, so we don't know how But long. at the same time, I suppose we're not actually really playing for anything uh, substantial. Uh, and uh, I suppose it, it allows Gerard to uh, give more minutes to younger players yeah. in that position. And we've, and we've, so. got, we've got options, you know, because we know we can play Ings and he'd probably rather play... The fact that he played Watkins on the left over him suggests that he'd rather play those two. That hasn't quite yeah. worked yet than play El Ghazi, who maybe knows the position slightly better. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah. Uh, we don't really have to speak too much about this game because uh, we obviously covered it in the last uh Something for the weekend, uh, albeit in the context of a cup competition. Uh, I mean, our, I mean, we, we alluded to it in the Villa Minute. Our home record is uh, Absolutely. atrocious. It's probably one of the worst records against anybody ever, isn't it? I'd have thought. Yeah, and uh, if you're a certain age, you, you would have never seen uh, Villa beat Manchester United at Villa Park. No, I, mean, I think the last time we did it was in 1999, and that was against the kids in the League Cup. I think it was the Worthington I mean, Cup last year, which barely counts. Winless run of 22 Premier League home games against United. That's a top flight record. That is drawn seven, lost 15. I mean, before, I think in the last something for the weekend, we said that Gerard had uh, won 13, was it out of 35? I think so, 40? yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. 13 out of, which uh, when we sound, you know, the first thing you think, well, that's less than half. But then when you compare it to Villa's record, zero. Mm. <laughs> in, uh, you know, well, they've lost, the, you know, they haven't won the last 22. It's, it's kind of atrocious. And actually, our, our record, and you zoom out at the season, we've lost 10 of the last 14 competitive fixtures. Yeah. Manchester United have been awarded a penalty in each of the past four Premier League meetings between the game. Obviously, yeah. Bruno, 
Bruno Fernandes has took them all. That's why we celebrated the last one at Old Trafford uh, back in uh, September of uh, last year when he missed uh, in the in the dying embers of that game. They'll get another one. So we need at least two goals to uh, be sure of victory. Or Although Coutinho points. actually scored, didn't he, in his most recent uh, appearance against Manu? He scored in Barca's Champions League victory. It was sort of 2019, I think it was. Yeah, he was League. playing for Barcelona then, though. <laughs> and, and, and Barca was still half decent then. They weren't completely... Broken. Yeah, and they and they and they did they beat him three 0 Yeah, my only concern about Coutinho if he's hopefully won't pass it to Gerard when he sees him on the side. <laughs> the interesting one for Villa, Villa could go seventeen top flight matches without a draw for the first time since a run of things. It says it was twenty nine between September sixty four and April sixty five. That is a long. Villa just aren't drawing games. Yeah, and that, and that because that, I mean that comes from what we're saying like about steel, that the lack really? of steel and. Uh, the ability to grind something. I mean, if you're going to give up a lead, then... Uh, Brentford was a prime example, wasn't it? You know, if, yeah, you can't, if you can't, if you can't turn, win the game, don't lose it. I mean, it's an old cliche and it's an obvious one. Uh, I mean, you can get more obvious, but it is uh, definitely an identity issue there. I mean, the Wolves thing seems to have sent everything uh, spiralling uh, downwards in terms of that kind of belief because we, we got it back. We You know, we got a defence last season where you thought, well, uh, you know, you 1-0 up 10 minutes to go. You felt reasonably comfortable which you couldn't have said uh, in previous seasons. But now the alarm bells uh, are ringing again. Yeah. And an interesting one in terms of alarm bells, I'd also add, is Manu have scored the opening goal in 33 Premier League games against Villa, winning 32 of them, only drawing one of those matches. It's the most a team has opened the scoring without losing against a side in the Premier League's history. That's, that's a disgrace. That means score first, Villa, please. Yeah, Ronaldo's back to uh, see if he can add to his uh, eight goals in nine league starts. Apparently, uh, January is his most productive month, uh, according to uh, oh, stats. So uh, that's nicely timed. Sorry, what's the key stat? There's so many there. There's just so many. That are, they're all so bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the uh, just the record of uh, 22 home Games against United without a win has to be uh, the key stat. It's got to uh, win, doesn't it, at some point? Uh, it, I mean, that's just bordering on ridiculous. Uh, it's almost as bad as like Everton's record against Liverpool. I didn't know that it was that bad, was it, Everton? Yeah, they haven't, they haven't beaten them in a long time. Yeah, it can't be as criminal as ours. I think that's home and away. <laughs> Who knows? Who cares? That's the spirit. Right, we like to finish off uh, something for the weekend by asking, who are we poaching from Manchester United? Uh, well, we asked that question last week, but uh, uh, that, I think we ended up on Bruno Fernandes. But I think we've we've evolved since then. We've we got have some evolved. other ideas. There's yeah. there's new needs just based on the FA Cup game. There's I new think needs. So, I'm, yeah. I'm probably going to go for probably Mike Dean. Michael Oliver would be helpful. Well, Michael Oliver, that Kevin could Friend, be, uh, perhaps Anthony Taylor. Yeah. What about uh, Stuart Atwell? United players from yesteryear. Who would you consider right now? Uh, maybe David Ellery. He used to love him, didn't he? Uriah Rennie. He was always good for a uh, yeah, clanger. Yeah. Or VAR. Probably VAR, actually. I'd go for VAR if we're poaching any, anything from Manchester or just United. Or PGMOL go. in general. <laughs> Yeah, they are literally Manchester United fans. So there's enough evidence out there su- to suggest that is a fact. Yeah, the, the pretty sickening picture after the game on Monday of Michael Oliver with uh, Alex Ferguson in the uh, referee's room is just like... Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that was before the game. Ferguson knows what he's doing. Souvenir photo, lads. Yep, Here's yep, a bottle yep, of red. Yeah. Get that down, yeah. 
Enjoy the game, lads. Have a good one. He's he's not stupid, Ferguson. He knows that he knows he still uh, carries influence, doesn't he? Yeah, he's not he's not silly, and he you know he's doing his bit for the team. There, yes, he has to these days. When it's handshakes and smiles all round, uh, that moment of shall I give a penalty uh, for Aston Villa? Nah, I don't think I will. Though. Ferguson's a nice guy; I don't want to hurt his feelings. It's all mind games. He's still playing them. That's how they got Ronaldo, wasn't it? It was all down to him, basically. Well, he's, he's still... Uh, it's a, You know, it's like the Gerrard influence. I don't think we'd have got those two players that we've, we have in uh, this window so far if Gerrard wasn't the manager. I don't see them no, coming to Smith, really. No. I mean, especially Cortinho. That's kind of a one-off move. What You know, whether it's uh, a winner or not. Yeah. Uh, whether whether it works or not, uh, we, we shall see uh, in the upcoming weeks. So... Uh, I'd said that in, you know, I did a sort of a match club after they announced it. And I said, you know, for anybody who's being negative about it, let's just see how he does on the field. But in terms of as a statement, all of a sudden, for the first time, probably in Premier League history for Villa, we're shopping at a a level of the market that, frankly, we haven't even been anywhere near. You know, for a mid table team to be able to get a player like that at his age, frankly, we we have no right to even be in the discussion. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, <laughs> I got a, I got a WhatsApp message from a Barcelona fan, you know, born and bred Barcelona fan who I uh, who I know from uh, the film festivals circuit, and uh, you know, I hadn't spoken to him for a while, and out of the blue, he sends me a message and uh, thanking me for for Villa taking that that fraud Coutinho away from Barcelona. Immediately when they paid was 146 million and still haven't finished paying for him, and it's about 360 grand a week. No wonder they think he's a fraud. Yes, they'll be eternally uh, grateful. What what a fraud player! Well, hopefully, it's a good deal for everyone. So we shall see. But yeah, it's, it's uh, I wouldn't be too over the top about it either way. It's uh, all about what he you know how he uh, fits in because you know as many questions is is he stepping on Buendia's toes? Are, are they going to play together? That would be uh, exciting if it works. But you would need some solidity in the rest of the team to yeah. compensate because suddenly you got two uh, what uh, the guy sitting next to me in the whole end would call as lightweight players. Uh, yep. So you, you've got to find a new way of playing and, and a way of uh, allowing those two to play if they're in the same team. Uh, I think it allows you to play the system that Gerard wants to play properly though now. So rather than it being a 4-3-3 it will be a 4-2-3-1. So you'll have three creative players off a striker. Yeah. Which I think could be really good for Villa with those players. If you can get if you get those three players sort of scheming behind a Watkins or innings really it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. We could be really good to watch because actually our approach play our interplays and stuff at Old Trafford and in, in, in a lot it's of the It's getting sharper. Games, it's really yeah. sharp, yeah. It's getting uh, a lot sharper and uh yeah, we just need to sort out the other uh tangibles like, you know, quality of uh, set piece deliveries and also uh, open play deliveries from the yeah. flanks as yeah. well and that's obviously why uh, the new left back has yeah. been drafted in and, con- and, and our ability to control a game which kind of yeah. comes from that steeliness and you know it allows you to control the game in the number six and the eight positions rather than having to you know sort of be like on the on the front foot all the time you look at City look at these top sides they can control the game can't they and when they choose to go into sort of light speed they go through the gears Villa kind of just go from one to the other yeah right well We'll leave it at that and we will be back with a proper full show uh, we couldn't deliver the full show uh, because of the later monday night fixture and also the fact that as soon as that final whistle went i was actually on a plane uh, uh, flying back from america so uh, that took another day out so there was no point in doing a show and then putting this one out straight away uh, we thought we'd save the main show to tackle both the united games since it's uh, the same opponent so uh 
it makes sense rather than talking about United twice to uh, conclude our meetings with them this season uh, in uh, one main show. We will do the also do the shout outs uh, for the patrons, uh, the new patrons in the main show as well. Uh, if you're not a patron or you're, you've been a patron before, we have got uh, rocking and rolling with the uh, extra shows, uh, which. Uh, Due to everybody being busy at the back end of uh, last year, we uh, didn't pan out as many as we would have liked. But now uh, we are up and running. There's a there's a couple uh, already from the last week or so. Uh, we're doing some raw reaction like shows as as well as the other shows. Uh, also, you get access to uh, Match Club as well. So uh, go to myoldmansaid.com and click on the patron link for more details there. And as I said, I'll do the shout outs uh, in the next main show. Right. Uh, anything else uh, before we go? Just fucking win. Oh, against United, yes. Just win. I think it'll be a good atmosphere. I think we've got to stay on top. I just wish we had McGinn just to keep that intensity up because I don't see who's going to fill in that gap because you've obviously missing Nakamba as well. You're looking at Sanson or Chuck Mueca, aren't you? It's a big big step up for someone. Yeah, if Sanson's starting, then uh, we're going to find out a hell of a lot about him uh, and his levels. So uh, Agreed. Let's see. Right, until Villa Park... It's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.